Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Really, the headline here is that in a move aimed at kind of intensifying its position in a very crowded generative AI sector, Meta has open sourced code Llama. Um, which is an advanced machine learning system capable of generating and explaining code in natural English, right? So it can it can generate the code on the one hand, and it can also explain what is, you know, happening in that code. So this release comes on the heels of other AI models by Meta um, for tasks like text generation, language translation, and audio creation. Meta has really been pushing, like, hard. They've been at the forefront, and I, I will give them credit um, in a sense that Everything they've been pushing is not a productized uh, like product, essentially. They're, they're releasing a lot of these as open source systems. A lot of these are things for researchers and developers to use. And you have to give them a lot of credit for that specifically. A big part of this is they want to make sure that they have the most cutting edge AI researchers on their team at Meta. And so this is a good way for them to, you know, say, look, we're creating cutting edge stuff and we're releasing it and it's getting users. Um, and that's a really big part of attracting top talent. And so I think Meta do, is doing a great job. I still think like it's really interesting and left to be seen whether they're going to try to productize this, whether they're going to try to um, turn these into, you know, like revenue generating streams. I think that'll be very interesting to watch. Perhaps they're, at the moment they're saying, you know, these are still relatively small compared to our other revenues um, from advertising, essentially. So I think this is very, very interesting to see where this goes. But Code Llama stands alongside a lot of other AI-powered code generation tools, right? We have GitHub Copilot, Amazon Code Whisperer, um, there's StarCoder, StableCode, PolyCoder. Um, but this really has the capability to complete and debug code across a variety of programming languages. So um, these aren't the only ones, but here's a couple big languages that Code Llama works on. They have Python, C++, Java, PHP, TypeScript, C, Sharp, and Bash. So in a statement shared with TechCrunch earlier, Meta kind of elaborated on its philosophy towards the open approach. It said, quote, at Meta, we believe that AI models with large language models for coding in particular benefit most from an open approach, both in terms of innovation and safety. Publicly available code specific models can facilitate the development of new technologies that improve people's lives by releasing code models like code llama the entire community can evaluate their capabilities identify issues and fix vulnerabilities i think really the machine learning system is an offshoot of llama 2 which is a text generating model that meta had previously kind of open sourced but unlike its predecessor which can generate code um, but kind of lacked quality right llama 2 wasn't known for incredibly uh, high quality code 
but unlike that, Code Llama is a lot more focused and sophisticated. So the training data for Code Llama includes a mix of publicly available sources and it kind of emphasized the relationship between code and natural language. So Code Llama models come in a bunch of different, you know, flavors, you could call them, with each parameter um, sizes ranging from 7 to 34 billion. Um, and it was trained on a massive amount of around 500 billion tokens of code-related data. So some specialized versions are kind of optimized for Python and understanding human instructions, um, with others being fine-tuned to generate helpful and quote-unquote safe answers. And it's up to you which one you'd like to use. So for those unfamiliar with machine learning, terminology parameters are, are essentially the learned parts of a model that essentially define its capabilities to solve problems like text or code generation. So Tokens, on the other hand, represent just raw text data, right? Like how much data went into actually train this. So the expansive parameter count of Code Llama really kind of reflects its ambitious capabilities. Meta says that their 32 billion parameter model is the most effective code generating model that has been open source so far. Um, and I think the potential impact of a tool like this is it's really big. Um, and I think this is also especially given that GitHub's Copilot is already in use by over 400 organizations. Um, and, you know, like I, for one, have many of my developers that are using GitHub Copilot um, to build things and are seeing some some really solid uh, gains from it. But apparently it's increasing developers coding speed by around 55%. This is according to GitHub's claims, of course, so take it with a grain of salt. But additionally, a recent survey by Stack Overflow found that 70% of developers are either already using or plan to use AI coding tools this year. And I also have a lot of developers that aren't necessarily using GitHub Copilot, but are literally just using GPT-4, asking it questions about code and getting really good insights and responses. Now, of course, it's not perfect. They say a lot of times it will gaslight them about a question driving crazy. But um, at the end of the day, it does have a lot of really good tips and it helps a, a lot with coding. So, I mean, for all the gaslighting, they continue to use it so they couldn't live without it and use it every single day. So it's got to be doing, you know, something pretty, pretty solid. However, I do think that the rise of these kind of AI-assisted code, these aren't without their pitfalls, right? Research conducted by a team affiliated with Stanford um, revealed that these tools can inadvertently introduce security vulnerabilities into applications, which is definitely a concern for virtually every developer. I think that there's also the kind of contentious matter of intellectual property. So some code-generating models are trained on copyrighted material, which is potentially, you know, having some big legal risk to businesses. Um, Code Llama is not entirely foolproof either, right? This new one that's just coming out. Um, I think while it won't actually generate ransomware code, if asked directly, it will comply when request, when like you, you if you ask it and you frame it in a less, and it kind of like a roundabout way. So Meta acknowledged this in a blog post advising developers to conduct safety testing and uh, tuning specific to their application of the model before deployment. But Despite all of these challenges, and right, there are a lot of risks, um, I think Meta really imposes minimal restrictions on code Llama's usage. So unlike other versions, I believe Llama, like the first version of Llama that they came out with, had like a ton of usage restrictions. You weren't allowed to use it for um, corporate anything. You were not you were only really allowed to use it if you were a researcher just testing it. So it was really, I don't know, wasn't super useful. Um, this is different this time around. Essentially, they're just requiring that the model not be used for malicious activities and that a license be requested if deployed on a platform with more than 700 million monthly active users. So that's right. Um, there's a handful of companies in the world that have that, but 
If you're going to use it on a platform with more than 700 million monthly active users, you're going to want to license. Otherwise, pretty much anyone can use it. And then the thing with, you know, not having malicious activity, like obviously that's just in everyone's terms of service. That's, you know, goes without saying. I'm sure malicious people will use it, but at least Meta can say we told you not to, right? So I think Meta aims for Code Llama to find applications across diverse sectors, such as uh, research, industry, um, open source projects, NGOs, businesses. And I think it's really hoping that it's going to inspire development of new tools and commercial products based on really kind of the Llama 2 model. So very interesting space to watch, and it looks like an incredibly useful tool. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.